What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Ease.com, promo code HAM. $20 off your first purchase, guy. Over $50 free delivery. But here's the thing. A lot of people have been hitting us up going, I've been an Ease user for a while now, and it won't let me use the promo code. Instead of using HAM, just add the number one to it. Go HAM1, the numeral, H-A-M, just- numeral one. And you get the same deal. $20 off a purchase and $50 free delivery. Part of the design story, a couple of things. One, I saw it happen and I thought, do you think the NBA is, makes it choose? I mean, Nike, excuse me, makes it choose for people like Zion. Like, is he testing the bounds of shoes more than most people ever have before? Like, when you give, when you make a shoe and a 12-year-old wears it, it's different than when you give it to Shaquille O'Neal and hope it holds up. And you never really understood. I always thought, like, I remember, like, you'd hear these players change their shoes all the time. And I remember thinking, like, God, it's got to be pretty stiff. they got to break them in. But, like, you were telling me before the podcast, this is part of the reason why. They just, they what they do to their shoes. You know when you see, like, a car commercial that's, like, driving through all these mountains and terrain. You're like, I'm not using it for any of that stuff. But they make it just in case you're going to be driving through the mountains at, like, five degrees. It's going to be able to do that or drive under under a lake. But no one, most people aren't using it for that. Like NBA players are using these shoes and Zion to a degree that most people running around at the gym or at an open run are not. You ever seen anything remotely close to what happened to a shoe? I, I mean, we've all seen shoe blowouts, but to see the whole bottom of the sock immediately, I've never seen a shoe blowout like that. It's pretty nuts. You told me he hasn't changed his shoe or, like, he's wearing that shoe every time they wear their white uniforms, the same yeah, pair. Well, the way the way Charles talked about it is that Nike was saying that he wears the same shoe. He has them color-coded, like, with the black, the blue, and the white, that he just kept the same shoe. And I think sometimes maybe young guys, they're not as – they're just not maybe paying attention as much in the sense that, like, NBA guys just have an unlimited amount of pair of shoes that – I would imagine all these companies are sending him a lot of shoes just naturally. Maybe he just likes his shoes. He's comfortable. Like some guys just have a glove that they keep longer. And like you said, just the power of the shoe, or excuse me, the power of the man. 
I, I'm watching the highlight in the background, actually. That's fucking nuts. But just that split, that power. You, me, the majority of NBA people couldn't do that if they tried. So I, I think it's a freak deal. And I actually think Nike's going to benefit from this guy because now they'll just pay him more. The Zion will be a big deal when it comes out. Wouldn't you be a little surprised if he's not a Nike guy now? Yeah, I'd be surprised. This whole thing, like Nike stock is down. I think they'll survive this scandal. Well, guy, they're back up. They're back up. Right? Um, I, I was impressed. Our boy Paul George, that he. I mean, I'm not surprised that Paul handled it well because he was wearing a PG shoe. And I have heard from a few people that like the Paul George shoe is a pretty popular shoe in terms of like players like playing in them, like they're comfortable. Um, Must and, be light. Yeah, I'm not sure why they like him, but Paul said he talked to Nike to find out what went wrong because he takes pride in his shoe. Uh, my shoes have been a successful shoe, not only in college, but in the NBA. A lot of people have been in them. A lot of people wearing them. So I don't know. It's never happened before to my knowledge, but it's tough. I was impressed that Paul was all over it. Um, kind of an embarrassing moment for him, just that it's his shoe. Yeah. I, I, I'm impressed by the way he handled it. Like, I I'm, I don't think it's nothing the way that he – I mean, he could easily be like, yeah, I don't know. I, I had nothing to do with that. Like, told the guy not to wear the shoe all the time. But – Paul, I remember when he got his shoe, and I think every guy, it's pretty cool when you get a shoe, but I remember Paul being pretty proud of it, and I always see, like, he sends them, you know, Derek always gets a pair, um, but people like the shoe. It's a popular shoe, so I think he takes pride, I would guess, when he sees other guys in his shoe, you know? You know, one thing that bo- the one thing that bothers me about this whole incident, and we talked a little bit about it before the podcast, you're right now calling college basketball games, and who's playing this Tomorrow, Washington State against who? Utah. When you're around these guys that shoot around, do they look pretty miserable? <laughs> no, although I did talk to a player about his shoes, the brand they were wearing the other day, and he doesn't like them. What was he wearing? I don't know. It depends. How much stock do you still have? UA? Yeah. Is that because the school's a UA school? I don't want to well, get anybody in trouble. <laughs> But but I've heard from players, like, put it this way. I was talking to a guy from Adidas about a month ago, and I was asking him, like, what's really the difference between Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, Puma, all these brands? And he said, honestly, one of the things, that, one of the big differences is the quality of, the, like, the factories. And that Nike and, the, and now Adidas for a long time are just been in the game so long that they have the best, like, handiwork. Like, the craftsmanship, this guy's point was just the factories are a difference maker in the quality, like, the volume of quality that you get from the shoes. And it just takes a while to get to that level. Yeah, I mean, Under Armour's not going to be on that level yet, everyone. We we know it. We're coming. It's okay. Uh, I don't have that much stock, actually, anymore. Uh, But... I, but again, my issue when I say happy, I just mean just no, to be I know playing college saying. basketball. Yeah, they look miserable. It's and Duke is the highest level of fun. Like this guy and Charles Barkley had a good point last night. What the media, who and again we're in the middle and the media is leading this charge of this war on wealth. They resent and despise money, yet they take this kind of attack on you. Got to get your money. You got to get your money. What if he just? What if he just? Wants to play college basketball. What if he enjoys it? What if he, when him, Cam Reddish, and R.J. Barrett, and Trey Young, or Trey Young's brother, decided to go there, they enjoy playing together. You know what? They like Coach K. They like fucking playing at Duke. Like, it's fun. You know, I'll tell you what won't be as fun. The check will be bigger. Playing for the Suns next year. That will suck. You will win 15 games, and no one will fucking watch or care. 
So this notion, and I bet Zion's stuck with this right now, because yesterday when it didn't come out immediately in the morning, he has a sprained knee, he's going to be out. I'm like, I bet he's, they're talking about what should we do? Should we keep playing? And I bet he's like, I want to keep playing. But you look on social media, everyone's telling him to stop playing. So he's a human. He's probably questioning himself, like, what am I doing? But I, to me, watching him, I've watched him interviewed enough. Not that that says that much. I've watched him interviewed a couple times after games. Like you said, he doesn't even talk that much. But he feels like he just really enjoys it. You know? And even Roy Williams said after the game, like, I don't, we didn't really want to win like that. We, he, we didn't want him to go out of the game. Like, that sucked. Yeah, you know? I um, um, I I cringed when it happened because I knew what was coming. It was going to be ha- immediate. It happened so fast in the game, too. Thirty-three seconds. Yeah, it was two to nothing. Obama was in the background, like he got he almost got out of his chair, like pointing, like, "Oh my God, I didn't come here for this." Um, but uh, I think the reason with college sports it's become a bigger issue by the by the year is just because the money has gotten so massive the amount of money that's made far exceeds like, you know, the value of a scholar. Like there was a point in time when the value of the scholarship was a hefty percentage of the amount of money that's being made around the whole thing. I think the, the one of the complicating factors of course, is the number of people that aren't part of the machine that then would get money. But that's a separate issue. But I think that's why, I think that's why it's become what it's become is we're not talking about, thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars we're talking about tens and tens and tens of millions of dollars for individuals um not for the industry at large but it that you know it is a good life i don't think there's any question about that like it's it's not misery um but you know i i do understand the like is it worth risking what you could be making in eight. We're not asking you to wait three years. We're asking, it's like eight months. Like, could you just sit out for eight months, do a bunch of individual, play for an AAU team for another year? Like, you don't even have to go to Europe. Just play another year of AAU ball, play in two but AAU see, tournaments see that, every that, month. That would, be my, that would be my argument. You're still going to play basketball. Aren't you better off playing in the ACC with Duke against higher-level competition? Well, I think, the, no, I mean, the counter would be, yes. I mean, look, I, I agree with you. I do agree with that. But I'm just saying, you could be like, you can play in a couple AAU tournaments, spend all your time on individual. There's not going to be any limit to how much practice you can have. You do the AAU tournaments just so a few scouts can see you, and then you work on your individual stuff the whole time, and we're just going to be more efficient, and you're not sitting around for three years. It's eight months. Like, it's not going to be that long. So, I, I anyway, I get the argument is all I'm saying. That said, like, playing at Cameron Indoor, like, that's, that's just that's a life experience that's badass. Yeah, I was excited for that college basketball game. On uh, yes, TV so was everybody I... else. They were giving Super Bowl <laughs> prices for the tickets. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was devastating when he went out. Thank God it's okay. Because I, I was saying, God. like, God, are we sure that Zion is the best prospect? And he goes out and you realize, I'm watching for Zion, not RJ Barrett. <laughs> you know? Right. I, yeah. I would not have, and most people would not have probably clicked on the game if it was just RJ Barrett, Cameron Reddish. And one other sweet guy. Well, right? you know what I was thinking is he he's the cash cow. One of the cases that was made in the offseason for letting players go out of high school was, hey, if you just lop the top 30 prospects in a given year and just say all those guys are not going to be in college basketball, those guys will go pro. Will college basketball be college basketball be OK? And I can I think, yes, like I think still the brands and the, 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 the universities and the coaches are the biggest brands in a you know, generally speaking in college sports. But Zion shows how unique it is to have a 
college player that's a sports star, not just like a college basketball star, but a star that everybody knows. He's because unique, one, though. But yeah, he's no, he, unique. he's the exception. No, there's no doubt. He's the exception. But I've been watching him on social media for feels like since he's 15. No, he's just and he just it's because it's not because he's better. It's because he looks different. The way he plays is different, right? It's yes. not he's not like the greatest prospect to ever come out of college, but it's just he's a different just thing. Like it's just different. He this whole yeah, thing is different. He weighs 285 um, pounds. So like but if looks you took, like me, you would just never off. have Yo. that you would just never have that guy in college sports again. And you know, I, I don't think it would change a lot for college sports, but it would just mean every once in a while you don't get the this type of individual coming through a Duke or North Carolina or Kentucky or wherever. It would and, hurt. It would hurt for sure. I don't know. It's not really arguable, right? That it would. It would not have a negative impact. Well, I, well, yeah. What I'm saying is, generally, I don't think it would have a major impact because most people aren't watching. Like, it's not a big deal until March. But you would miss out on the occasional exceptions like Zion. But you don't get Zion every year, right? Like every year there's not this guy. Like maybe you get as the year goes on Trey Young. But Trey wasn't as big as Zion. Um, no, not even close. Cause but he became like, like a star. Like he, beca- he, became, he became a big deal. You know, but um, I don't think it would change a ton. But you'd miss out on like this. This shows the high level of a, what a college star could be. I, I'm with you. I think he'll be back for the tournament. And I think I, I think it's a I big deal with college. Like the, the conference tournament. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a big deal if, if Duke's for Duke to be in the Final Four, that's a big deal to a lot of people. That's a big deal to CBS. That's a big deal to the NCAA. That's a big deal to Duke. That's a big deal to a lot of people. Him getting to the Final – Duke getting to the Final Four. Like, I think the ratings will be different if Zion is playing in the Final Four versus not. Don't you? Completely, they need Zion for the tournament. I don't even think this is the 40th anniversary of uh, Magic and Larry. God, they're old. You know where they played? 1979. You know where that final four? You know that championship? That final four was? Uh, The Detroit Dome or something? No, it was at the Huntsman Center where the Utah Utes play. I did not know that. I learned that last week. Yeah, Um, that's good. That's good knowledge. And uh, it's the most watched college basketball game in the history of the sport. Still to this day? Yeah. Well, think about less channels. It was easier. It was easier to get a big number then. That's true. What else are you going to watch? But it was two just kind of two Zions. <laughs> Legends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one guy's name was Larry Legend, and the other guy's name is Magic. Magic. <laughs> yeah, good point. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. 
Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.